Well, good morning. Welcome to Q&A. My name's Tracy, and I'll be here this morning with you. Uh, We would invite you to send in your questions. You can find the number up on the screen, and Doug will be here in just a minute to join us. Um, Super excited this morning for the opportunity to encourage you in serving um, and encourage you in the gifts that the Lord has given you. And this is a small encouragement uh, for me Working in the role of communications here at the church and being able to serve in this area, man, I never would have thought that this was a role um, that could be used for kingdom work. And so such an incredible blessing to be able to do that. And I would really encourage you to pray. What is it that the Lord's put on my heart in those areas where you can serve? And so before serving, I'll give you a little bit of my story here uh, while we're waiting for Doug. And so before actually being on staff, um, I had the opportunity to serve um, the greeting team. Um, here at CFC. And I totally get working full-time during the week and then coming in on Sunday to serve. And there was a little bit of a heart challenge for me there. Um, But what a joy it was to be here on Sundays um, and to have that opportunity to serve and really gave me an opportunity to connect with people really well. Um, We Do you want to turn that down on the monitor? (laughs) So we're just going to turn it down real quick on top. We have a little bit of feedback going on, so we're going to make that adjustment real quick here. And Doug is here. Yay, Doug saved the day. (laughs) So sorry about that feedback y'all were hearing. Um, But just talking and sharing encouragement on how, and I've shared this story before, um, how I never thought of communications as being an opportunity for ministry. And then prior to that, the opportunity to serve on the greeting team. Um, having work full-time during the week and then coming in on Sundays to serve. But what's really struck me as we've talked about this is the joy in being able to serve. Um, But it provided me an opportunity to really connect with more people in the body and to get to know more people and build relationships. And my kids would even come with me and serve. And so that was really fun. And so I just really encourage you to think about areas where you can serve and it really does help to even get you connected as an yeah. individual yeah there's uh i appreciate that because you know in a limited amount of time so many things that we could talk about in terms of the reward in serving mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> the reward there's a relational reward you get to know people uh in a limited way even in a bible study or a family group mm-hmm. because you know you're just sitting talk yeah yak 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 and so you get to know a certain yeah but you get to know somebody in a completely different way if you uh serve you pick up a shovel you dig a hole together uh you trim trees you do something serving you experience people differently mm-hmm. and actually what i love about that in a small group people who can talk shine and when you serve together different people get to shine and uh than the folks in the small group. So I, I love the serving aspect of that. For parents, what you just said about demonstrating that for your kids, for them to see uh, that being a part of the body of Christ is more than just being a consumer. Mm-hmm. Just uh, sit and soak and then leave. Uh, I'm always, I, I teach a fifth grade dad, a, a class for fathers of fifth grade boys. And one of the things I always ask them is this, what are, what are your sons learning about church based on them watching your life? That's a good question. Yeah. What are they learning about church? And our most recent class, they acknowledged for well over half of the dads in that class, what they're learning about church is 
I can come and not participate uh, in terms of mm -hmm. serve. So uh, it's an example we set for our kids. I think, Tracy, and I don't know um, if you'd said this before I came in, so I apologize, but I heard you talking about your job and then communications and coming here. Um, I think some people love the fact that what I do for a living, because that's what God has made me good mm -hmm. at, what I do for a living can help the church. Yes, yes, it yes. can. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. that's rewarding yes. and, and invigorating to folks. Like I said, the guy with the computer programmer, or a guy who says, I do photography, and that can be used for building up the body. I do social media, that can be used for building up the body. Yeah, especially in yes, our present yes, day. Yes, so yes. many of the things that, that we don't see listed here, uh, we now function in a technological society. And so those skills, those God-given gifts and skills, really important and valuable to the mm -hmm. building up of the body of Christ. And then the flip side, it's part of why I shared my story, was that I... Um, I didn't want to do what I did all week mm -hmm. again on Sunday because it was like, oh, this is going to feel like an extension of my job. And I wanted a, a break. It's just a, a, let me do something with my hands, something mm -hmm. that would be uh, helpful, but not necessarily what I did for my job. So there's not a right or a wrong way to do that. The only, if you will, wrong way is to go, well, I'm not going to serve because mm -hmm. it's not really an option. Mm -hmm. It's a command. It's a command. Yeah. Um, and with that, so we do have a question okay. So about um, a commitment in serving. And so I think yeah. this is a good question. So what does a serving commitment look like or what is required? So I ask, yeah. guess asking of the church, is it semester, year-long, weekly, monthly? Right. What does that look like? Recognizing uh, that not only there is a wide variety in terms of uh, what people have in terms of opportunity to give and to participate in serving, we are serving opportunities vary from weekend mm -hmm. to weekday, during the day, during the evening. And they vary according to a weekly commitment or a monthly commitment. And then we have some kind of one-off serving mm -hmm. opportunities. But I think a big part of this that I hope we'll, we'll capture here is that there is such a wide range of availability. So some roles are important to happen on a weekly basis. Right. Mm -hmm. And so there's a weekly commitment. It's not lifelong. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? It's like if I volunteer to teach second graders, I have to do that the rest of my life. No. no. <laughs> not at all. They would say, would you do it for the school year? And it's usually in a team of folks, so you're not in there by yourself. Mm -hmm. So teaching roles are often weekly roles. A leading of a family group is usually a bi-weekly serving in our nursery. We have some folks who do it weekly because they love it. And I think there is the gift that some people have with babies. My wife is a baby whisperer. That's I was amazing. like, <laughs> I want to be available for the first 18 months of our kids. But <laughs> she was the baby whisperer. And she's phenomenal. And so uh, right now, pretty much anytime there's a need in nursery, she's going to get a call on a Saturday night. Now, uh, I think she has other gifts, but that's a place where she has said, if there's a need, I'll help. 
But frankly, there's only a need there, Tracy, because we have half the body not mm-hmm. saying, hey, I'll help out. So uh, start, if, you're, if you haven't done anything, start in an area you think, I have interest there. That was meaningful in my own journey, or I have skills there, and start with a, a minimum of a monthly commitment. Mm-hmm. And you can change. Yes, it's, you're not locked in. It's not like yeah. a 30-year mortgage. <laughs> yes, right, that, and that's important. I yeah. I think I've shared in the past, I tried, I did camp counseling for teenagers for a week, and I loved it, and then I did camp counseling for a week with eight-year-olds, and I hated it. That's a totally and I don't different th- experience. Oh, <laughs> and I don't think they liked me, because I was like, what is wrong with you little kids? Get with it. Um, I love teenagers, not me and, and eight-year-olds. So I did it for one week, and then they asked me to come back and do it again, and I was like, that's not me. Yep. So it's we try okay stuff, and we learn. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Learn. Uh, did I answer that question? Yes. So. Okay. Yeah, I think it's important to understand there's a variety of yeah. Timing and it's just getting started, I think, is the the key part, but also the hardest part, like making the step to step forward and get yeah. going somewhere. It does. It feels like it takes a it takes a risk. That's if you will go to cfcjacks.com mm-hmm. backslash serve. There's a bunch of examples of real needs. They're not just examples, real needs with varying time commitments there that you can check out. Absolutely. It's a great way to look at what's available and see what really captures your eye. A question here from a college student. As a college student who goes to school out of Mm. state, I still consider CFC my home church, but I can't commit to serving every week. How do I serve and build up the body consistently with living in a different state for more than half of the year? Good question. Uh, Lots of college students, I don't know what the situation is here. Lots of college students don't go to church where they go to college. And, and sometimes it's because they're involved in a parachurch ministry, a crew or um, navigators. And those are campus great. Ministries. Yeah, some campus ministries. They're great ministries. I don't think they replace the local church. So I would encourage college students who are going to college out of town, out of state, to find a local church there that you would connect with. And as you're part of that local church, Learn to serve. Maybe it's just once a month, but in that setting and when you come home to CFC, then serve here. We go where we serve. When when I take my kids on vacation and there's still dinner to clean up, everybody still does their part, even though we're out of town. (laughs) (laughs) Make sense? The job still needs to be done. Yes, yes. There's still things to be doing. And so if you're part of a body... If you're not, I would encourage you to be. And if you're involved in a campus ministry, that might be a place as well for you to discern and to learn by trying. How might I serve in that campus ministry in a manner that would make you fruitful? Trying is just really important. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was horribly embarrassing, but I tried one time to lead a song at the close of a Bible study, and and I'd seen it done a thousand times, and I feel like I'm singing fine when I'm singing along, and I was like, I think I can figure that. It was so bad. <laughs> I couldn't get it started, and then everybody left, and, and it was funny, and so then we were finally gone, but nobody really actually worshiped because it was just turned into comedy zone. 
So uh, <laughs> I tried it once and I feel notice I've never led a song again because nobody worships when I try to lead. <laughs> <laughs> At least not intentionally. <laughs> left the mic on. <laughs> yes. Yes, I think I maybe did that today. Left my mic on again. A little bit. That's funny. <laughs> I did. You did. You heard it? Yes. Oh, shoot. <laughs> I so, didn't know. <laughs> during the prayer time, I had turned my mic off, and then I thought, but I must have turned it back on, and I thought, so I was singing along during the the music between the prayer, and then I to lead in prayer again, I, and I went, oh, no, my mic, it was on. So it was. <laughs> and if you can hear me, that's because I was off. <laughs> that was well, funny. that's embarrassing. <laughs> um, similar question, though, to the college student, but for someone who travels for work. Yeah. Uh, when I travel uh, for work regularly, how can I invo- get involved within the body? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's going to make some limitations. Sure. Um, and so I'm not saying you should quit your job or anything like that. I would just look at your limitations and go, um, how can I, I serve? Maybe it's, it is once a month. Maybe it's on the weekend because you're traveling during the week. Or maybe you're out of town on the weekends, and but you're home mm-hmm. during the week, like uh, years ago, a good friend of mine was, he was, a, uh, he is a pilot, and so he was often gone on Sundays, so he couldn't serve in traditional times, Sunday morning, Sunday night, but he was here during the week, and so he served in a manner when his job allowed him to be free. So however your job lines up so that you have when you're not working, then look for those opportunities. Since I don't know what the details are, so I can't give a specific example. Sure. But there's a lot more than just Sunday. There's a lot mm-hmm. more than your typical church things that we normally think of in terms of ways to serve. Absolutely. And it really is very much with all of this conversation, thinking outside of, I guess, a box that we've put ourselves in and thinking about certain skill sets, certain tasks that can be done, certain times. Right. And let me add to something that, Tracy, because it just occurred to me, guys who travel for their job, one of the hardest times, quite frankly, for them when they're traveling is I have evenings free, I'm away from home, and that can actually be a time of great temptation. I would encourage you to ask yourself, is there a way uh, that you could actually serve in some manner while you're out of town in the evenings when you have free time? Now, that's assuming some of those things are true in this situation. But I know for guys who travel in a hotel room, away from home, hours available, maybe you did some of your work there might be some opportunity to mm-hmm. use that time that it would be a double win. Uh, you are avoiding temptation because you're giving yourself to time to worthy things and you are serving the body in that process. It's really, it's a good opportunity for creativity and, yeah. and all serving. I think the Lord gives us so much mm-hmm. freedom and creativity to be able to yep. use the skills he's given us for his glory. And it's just so fun. Like it's just so fun to be in those positions, serving, seeing the smiles and engaging and yeah. building relationships, it's more than just checking. It's not just check. It's not checking a box. Yeah. It's really being there to serve and engage with you. It's so fun. I, yeah, and fun can seem frivolous, rewarding. It's so yes. rewarding. 
so many folks feel like their work doesn't matter. Mm. And we'll see it in a couple of weeks. Your work does matter. Because when we work, we're able to provide for ourselves and to help others. So our work matters. It's God-glorifying. But beyond that, so many people are like, okay, yeah, it matters in that regard, but I don't really feel like I'm making a difference. The opportunity to serve is a means by which people really do find a tremendous reward of this is making a difference in people's lives. People are being helped served. People are growing. Their faith is progressing. And I don't get to do this every minute of every day, but in this environment, I get to do it. You know, we have a guy who works at the hospital, and uh, his work matters there to it, obviously a significant degree. But nothing like he would say, the reward of being here and serving in our junior high, because he's gone. When I serve in junior high, those junior high lives are being changed. And so uh, that's the reward of serving. Absolutely. It's a, it's a huge encouragement. So thank you so much for joining us this morning. And so we have got we have like two minutes. So is there anything else that you would want to leave with as an encouragement or an additional challenge? Before I may be we taking wrap? a risk, but I heard a, a ding there. Yes, it was an encouragement to you. Oh, that they liked your singing. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jackie. I appreciate that. <laughs> That's horrifying that uh, that was uh, only a statement of faith because no one's heard it and said they liked it. Um, <laughs> they said, Doug, we heard you singing and it was great. They didn't just say it was great. They said, we heard you and it was great. Oh, wow. There you well, go. It's <laughs> kind. Might want to get your ears checked. Um, <laughs> no, I don't. Um, I, I have zero interest in twisting arms. Hmm. That was my greatest hesitation this week, that it's like, oh, I don't really want to do anything, but Doug guilted me into it. Uh, if you experience guilt, uh, it's, it's not condemnation, but if you experience, wow, I feel the conviction that I am not serving. And quite frankly, I should say, uh, a lot of you who are watching right now live are watching online and you may go, I'm not sure how to serve. You should be asking yourself, how does a live stream audience engage in serving? Mm -hmm. And there are certainly plenty of ways that that can happen. Absolutely. So it's pretty easy to figure out why we don't need to serve. It's always easy to go, well, I'm at this season in my life, so I don't need to serve. I did, young mom asked me, do young moms actually serve because their lives are so full with their kids? Yes, young moms actually serve. Do people, once they're grown and all their kids, do they actually serve? You know, they're retired. Do they actually, yes, they yes, actually they serve. Yeah. There is no season in life in our walk with Jesus where we don't serve. So uh, I'm not guilting you. That's the word of the Lord. And I believe with all my heart you'll experience the joy, the reward of serving if you'll say yes to him. Absolutely. That's if you I have got. questions, let us know. We'll be happy to answer questions. So reach out to us. I um, hope you have a great week. And thanks again for being here this morning.